0: books whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic we have the perfect book recommendations for you so grab your bookmarks and get
1: cozy because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on booktalk and bookstagram and
0: don't forget that drink of the episode
1: (laughs) welcome back welcome back (laughs) yay so unravel me book two of the shatter me series yes you rated book one three stars. I gave
0: it a three flat.
1: What did you think of book two?
0: Um, book two I thought was definitely better. I If I gave Shatter Me a three, I gave Unravel Me a four. So wow, I thought it was, was a, good a lot jump. better. Yeah. But I also feel like sometimes I feel that way with sequels. Yeah. Because you, you know already the know the characters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You definitely get a little it. more into the story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I feel like it definitely went up for me. It went from a 325 to a 375. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you only get it for the 375. Yeah. It went, up, it
1: went up a little bit, but it, was, it still it's had to still grow up. on me a little bit.
0: Yeah. But... Again, I feel like sequels are just like that, though. Mm-hmm. So it's, it gets better as the sequel goes on, I think.
1: Definitely. Yay. Definitely <laughs> does. But when we pick up in this book, so we're officially in the compound, right, that Kenji has brought us into. Yes. Isn't that where we pick
0: up in this book? That is where we pick up. And so at the be- very beginning, she's been there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it kind of just starts out with, like, this is what life has been like. When we're at the compound
1: now. Right. And I wasn't really surprised when, you know, starting, like, right in the first couple of chapters, and she's having, kind of like we talked about with the parental guilt in the oh last gosh, episode, yeah. that she's still having all of this trouble, like, intentionally accessing her power, because mm-hmm. she spent years trying to avoid her energy. And suppress it. And suppress it. And yeah. so, of course, it's going to be hard to find it now, because she seems ashamed of it and it's so sad hearing how she talks with castle because castle has this like oh i'm father figure and you know pushing you to do yeah. well but i'm supporting you and she just gets so flustered and so mm-hmm. upset that she's not that she
0: can't like move forward with it yeah it
1: i know really i thought sad. it was really
0: sad so if you guys hear a noise in the background, that would those be the dogs. are the puppies. <laughs> and she looks like a little contortionist. She's maybe, so funny.
1: Maybe we need to introduce the doggies and some of our pictures, too.
0: Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Everybody loves doggies. Books, <laughs> dogs, and coffee. Right?
1: <laughs> Nothing I love more than books, dogs, and coffee.
0: <laughs> so while we're on the topic a little bit, we've got a drink here.
1: Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell us about our... Beverage. Since you're the bartender.
0: All right. So we've got coconut vodka. You have to try it. Don't knock it until you try it. We've got some orange mango juice, and we've got some sparkling. What would you call sparkling ice water? What is?
1: Uh, like a sparkling lemonade kind of. Yeah,
0: and it is freaking delicious. It's
1: really good. I feel like I'm on a beach.
0: I know. It feels like you're on a beach, and because it is so damn hot here in Denver. We are very excited to have a
1: cold drink. Today. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Deviating from the wine a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Good for a hot day.
0: Good for a hot day.
1: You know what's funny? I something I haven't noticed, but since these books are away, nobody drinks, do they?
0: Like oh the my whole gosh. time. I don't think they do. They haven't talked about it yet. No. Oh my gosh. I don't think
1: I. I mean, they're all young, you know. Yeah. Right? I guess, but if you're in the apocalypse, I feel like I I'd drink at eighteen.
0: Well, then you think about it too. Like *Serpent in the Wings* is also YA, isn't it? Yeah, but isn't she or is like, like twenty or yeah, something? Twenty-one.
1: I mean, I think, I think it's she's YA, nineteen. But... Mm.
0: but then they go I to the age bar.
1: I... I just, across the board, if any book that I'm reading, I pretty much age up, especially with female characters, like yeah. at least five years. Same. I make like, them oh, think you're like 17? Oh, you're 22. you Yeah. You're 19? Oh, you're 24. Yeah. Like, it just...
0: We're just a little too far removed at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't <laughs> act like they're 17. Well, actually, she kind of does. Okay, but. <laughs>
0: she 100%. She 100% does. She is one of the... Even still, I still think that she is one of the whiniest characters. Oh my god! Yeah. And I know it gets a little bit better, but oh my god! Oh, well. Sometimes it just out drives me.
1: Yeah. I think she's just still feeling sad for herself in the beginning here. Yeah. Which again, kind of like I said last time, I understand. She's had some trauma. People got to do what they got to do to get yeah. over trauma, but I always. Ha- I'm a big fan, or not a fan of the miscommunication trope, and I'm not a fan of the constantly pushing away all the people that are trying to help you, even yeah. friends.
0: Like, so. even if you don't realize it, it's like, she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let anybody help me. hmm Yeah.
1: But do you know who she does want to let help oh, her in the beginning God. here?
0: Who? Adam. Oh my god I grew oh, so tired. Adam. Oh my gosh Adam take oh off my, my gosh, clothes Adam. I have 17 me.
1: years to make up for it. I want to feel everything. Ew. Yeah sorry it's... Juliet. I was not having that.
0: Part. No even while it's happening I am just not not a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah yeah. Although I did like because I think that we called out in the last book too that we noticed that um, Juliet always says how hot Adam was, like physically hot. Yeah. Not not uh, like
0: attractive, like but like
1: warm hot. And so when they're <laughs> you know making out and getting hot and heavy in the very beginning of the book, mm-hmm. and she says it again. He's so hot. His skin is so hot. And I think I've already said that, but I can't quite remember. And
0: you think he would remember, right?
1: Well, oh, teenage <laughs> hormones, man. We talked about it last time. Like oh if that gosh. was teenage hormones, I feel like this is just. Like reminds me of like backseat makeouts or something. Yeah, you know? absolutely.
0: <laughs> like absolutely. trying to
1: find the ones one spot that you can hide in secret and oh. hook up with your high school boyfriend.
0: Yeah, it's like they were doing that like the whole first half of the book basically. Mm-hmm. But
1: did you catch and when they were doing that makeout and uh, he pulls back and. Like he pulls back and bangs mm-hmm. his head on the wall, and he was like flinches after she reaches from after that. Did you?
0: I would did you peg that? Hundred percent caught it. Yeah. Because I I tagged it and I don't remember. Was that in the very beginning of the? Yeah. Oh, yes, because I even have it tabbed and I said, what the hell happened? Did he just get hurt?
1: Yeah. Well, and I I had marked it too, and I said he had to have felt it with three exclamation points.
0: Yes, he had he had to have he had to have. Yeah. Adam basically gets hurt from her touch, which is the first time at this point that we he's even made a. Like any instance of, like, hey, I'm affected by this.
1: But she doesn't realize that at the time. And it's supposed to be a subtle suggestion. I think we just both were looking for it.
0: I know. I was like, all right, when's the shoe going to drop with Adam? Yeah. (laughs) When is this going to happen? And so it's
1: clear, even beyond just that interaction, he's been acting off for like the whole beginning of the book. He's been doing something with Castle, trying to figure out if he has some energy in the same way that she does. Mm -hmm. And. I don't know. It just, it, it's clear he's going through something. He yeah. doesn't want to tell her about it. She's he, like, no, she I can says be strong. On
0: page 23, mm-hmm. he has no reason to feel unsure about me or around me. And I don't want to know why he's looking at me like something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh boy, I knew this wasn't going to last. Right. But yeah. And then did you notice that after she said on 23, uh, like something is wrong? now she starts second guessing herself and mm-hmm. now the writing style goes back to like her insecure writing. style. I did.
1: Yeah. With all the cross outs mm-hmm. and she kind of stumbles a little bit more and yeah, I did notice that actually because yeah. she does go back and forth a little bit, especially in this book of dealing a little bit more confident and sounding a little bit more normal. But mm-hmm. I, th- I think most of this book, she still is really struggling just to accept who she is and yeah,
0: I don't know. And it's funny because when I was thinking back, like while I was reading it, reading it, I thought like I was still really annoyed with Juliet. Me too. I was like, why aren't you actually giving people a chance? Like, why aren't mm-hmm. you, why aren't you like trying to make friends and trying to do things? But then it's like I think about it again, and I'm like, ooh, think about everything she's been through. Think about right. like all Except of her years.
1: I I get that, but. It is so different, because she's in a compound specifically for people like her. Yeah. Like, the rest of her life, she's been the oddball, and she's stuck out more, and now she's in a place where there's a lot of other people like her. I don't know. Yeah. So, I know that I should be nice about it, but she still annoyed me a little bit on that. But you know who didn't? Kenji.
0: Oh, my God. He stays the best throughout the entire...
1: (laughs) I loved him just... We said at the end of book (laughs) one, too, how much we loved him. Loved him now, too, because... uh, even though she's not making an effort, he does. Like, he, does, he the whole rearranges time. his schedule. He, like, makes this whole point to basically say, you need more than just Adam in your life. Like, Adam can't be everything to you. Yeah. You need to have friends. You need to feel confident in yourself.
0: I loved that. I really loved that. I love that he was kind of there for her when nobody else was. Mm hmm. I thought that was really sweet.
1: And I just love their banter, too. Oh
0: my gosh, their banter is <laughs> so, so funny. so funny. Because it's like you would be with an actual friend it's not like i don't know he's kind of the only person that actually treats her like a friend
1: yeah and (laughs) it it. reinforces that girls and guys can be friends platonically even though he's always joking about hitting on her he doesn't actually mean it they're like genuinely just friends
0: yeah and i love it he's always like you're so hot you're so hot and then she kind of starts to like joke around with him too Mm -hmm. i yeah i loved it but my (laughs) favorite is like how
1: much he always is calling out how like gross uh adam and <laughs> her are <laughs> so they're constantly like oh oh my god you're next to me i need to be touching you oh i can't think about anything else now and and he literally goes have, like, you so guys are disgusting yes. you know that right
0: <laughs> is so funny. He is funny all of his little his little one-line phrases are just like they mm-hmm. crack me up i know they were funny and, and it like brings a little bit of normalcy back to her life too mm-hmm That she can just be friends
1: and just be a person.
0: Yeah.
1: And so she, you know, Kenji makes a point. He starts, he's like, I'm going to start eating my meals with you, especially breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just going to be Adam. You're going to hang out. But then while they're all having breakfast together, Castle walks up. And Castle, he starts kind of mentioning that Adam's been running these tests. And he's like, Mm oh, maybe, maybe we should do it with Juliet. And Adam shuts it down so fast. He's like, absolutely not. And he just keeps avoiding, and keeps not answering Juliet when she's Mm -hmm. asking what's going on. She's like, what's your
0: power? Like, what is it? What are we doing? What are the tests? And he, Castle specifically says he wants to test Juliet on non-living things, Mm -hmm. which I thought was like, why non-living things? Like, why would you think she would have a difference on something, like, if she can do other things?
1: Well, because they already know she's punched through the wall and done whatever else, right?
0: Yeah. Didn't she do something else too? They don't know why, so I guess that... Yeah, yeah that but so that's really why they want to test
1: on non-living things, right? Because she's already proven that she can do something yeah. to inanimate objects. Yeah,
0: and so they want to figure out what it is.
1: And it seems like that's a safer way for her to explore her power.
0: Absolutely. It was sad to see just from, like, Adam's perspective, because they were so excited about each other that it was like, oh, oh. Well,
1: and it's sad because she felt so excited to finally be able... To, and Even if... He was just a body, which I still feel that way, that he was just the first available one. Yeah, oh yeah, same. But she was getting something that she's never gotten to experience before. Yeah. And immediately, she tries to be the bigger person, and she's like, he will not touch me. I will not allow him to touch me, never again. And
0: That was what was said. Mm -hmm. To me, because she was all excited in the first book and basically up until this point that, like, oh, my gosh, I have somebody who can touch me. I have somebody who can touch me. But then you realize that, like, it's really not going to be good for either of them. Because if she allows this to continue to happen, she's still going to be upset because she's going to notice he's in pain. And he physically can't, even though he tries so damn hard to keep it going. I know.
1: But also... There's a certain point where he needed to acknowledge that it was new.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Uh, but he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't.
1: No, but he's trying. But you know what? She's in it, and at least in the beginning here. She's in it. And he's She's trying to pull away, but he's not really letting it. And,
0: yeah.
1: you know, they, uh, they get after it and of course it ends exactly (laughs) how you expect more teenage makeouts yeah more teenage makeouts yeah I should say that it's you know it's a very pg-13 very
0: pg-13 very
1: descriptive but very (laughs) pg-13 yeah
0: it was funny though because like all of the scenes with Adam I wasn't like oh I (laughs) like that it was like this is awkward Mm -hmm. it was it was like I was watching somebody else do it and it was awkward it wasn't like oh this submersed me inside of the the scene and I I love this which a lot of scenes can do, but this one, not so much. Not so much. Yeah,
1: but I think it's just because of how we felt about Adam.
0: Yeah, he was just a whiny little bitch, basically. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But immediately afterwards, Juliet kind of retracts in any progress she had made, like you said, with her mental health, and she's doing her, I don't know, kind of neurotic behaviors, counting things, and... Uh, like rethinking thoughts and yeah I don't know just really questioning who she is oh because what happened when
0: they were making out was basically he his guard was almost completely let down because they were having like quite the intimate moment and she he goes Juliet I I can't and I fall to my knees screaming screaming like I've never screamed in my entire life Adam is in the medical wing Mm -hmm. and so she had basically like really really hurt him Mm
1: -hmm. and he's in there for days yeah and yeah. it, it made me so. The line that made me the most sad—one of the, you know, crossed-out lines—when she goes, "My parents were right to get rid of me." I was like, "Oh God!"
0: I Yes, Juliet. I know that was so sad because could you imagine putting those two together as like those were similar situations that mm-hmm. were clearly so different, but it was so sad. I couldn't imagine ever feeling like my parents thought like that.
1: But I did hate a little bit. i made me hate Juliette a little. <laughs> that immediately after, she's like, oh, well, Adam can't touch me. And then within, like, 10 pages, uh-huh. she's like, well, you know, the one person who ever dared to touch me, well, one of two. I find myself thinking of Warner too much. I'm like,
0: damn, girl. I know. <laughs> that happened quick. It was immediate. <laughs> it was literally almost immediate where oh, she was the like, next. what about Warner, though? There's two people that can touch me. One's down. Okay, Warner's here. I had the same exact yes. notion. I was like, that was so fast.
1: Yes. <laughs> I did not like that about Julia. It really made me yeah. dislike her a little bit in that moment. And well,
0: especially because... Yeah, that that hasn't happened yet. But...
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, she's at least... And she even says on the next page that she's like kind of recognizing that there are maybe some ways that their lives were similar, just in that they you know, grew up with the tough love kind of parents or, you know, yeah. maybe in a, in a tough position. And so I understand. I, yes. I I get it, but I did feel like it was really fast. It was
0: really fast, but the speech that she had about him, she goes, and this is what I've learned. I know that he's a tortured soul who, like me, never grew up with the warmth of friendship or love or peaceful coexistence. I know that his father is the leader of the reestablishment and applauds his son's murders instead of condemning them. And I know that Warner has no idea what it's like to be normal. Neither do I. He spent his life fighting. Blah blah blah. She basically goes on and on and on for an entire page yeah. about how similar her and Warner are. And I just thought that was so interesting. I guess that like not like yes, she was thinking about Warner, but she wasn't thinking about him like oh we're gonna I'm gonna go In sleep with romantic Warner way now. Yet, yeah. yeah. It was like oh wow, we're actually really similar. And like spirits. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did, and that's why I say I, I get it, but I was still unhappy with how oh, quickly 100%. she switched. I felt like that was
0: rude. Immediately, for how after. much she still,
1: at this point, is trying to be like, "Oh my God, I love Adam. I'm obsessed with Adam."
0: Yes, like, it's like okay, you're obsessed well, with Adam, but like, okay, this entire series, you've been also thinking about Warner. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. then I didn't really Well, obviously, because they haven't really talked about it up to this point, but like, they're like going out kind of frequently, in like, mm-hmm. going and getting supplies, and Stealing making sure stuff. things are okay. Stealing stuff, I thought that was really cool imagery with, like, we've got a team, and this is what we're going to do. It felt like kind of like a spy movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I liked that a lot. I don't know why, in my mind, I, I was still very much, though, picturing, <laughs> like... I'm sorry. <laughs> picturing like the Dauntless from a Divergent movie oh where they're all gosh. like you know black and they think they're so cool <laughs> and they're jumping off the train and
0: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's totally what it was like too
1: it's 100% like the like wow we're so cool
0: we're that's, so cool look totally at what, what I do. pictured
1: though was like just imagine that one scene of Dauntless <laughs> like all of them like yeah jumping off the train like on the roof that's yeah. that was basically what I had in my brain
0: <laughs> and then like the stare at the camera moment like yeah I know that was cool right <laughs> but then so they're they're basically going they've they've been like again the secret mission right and I'm secret trying to get tunnel. to the secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So there. She's basically just looking at the outside and she's like, there's so much to see. There's so much to observe. So much I've never been exposed to before. Mm-hmm. I dare to lift my head and the wind grabs me by the throat. Warner is standing not 20 feet away from me.
1: He looks immaculate. Ah!
0: His suit is tailor-made and closely fitted to his form, and she goes on and on and on about his description in, like, pretty big detail. Yeah. And then she goes, because Warner is beautiful in ways that even Adam isn't. Oh, wow. wow already doing the comparison. I know! To me, that was crazy. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You're already... That was quick. It was another, wow, that was quick moment. Yeah. I
1: mean, she had already always had fascination with Warner, yeah. but... As soon as it's clear that Adam can't just touch her, then I feel like she starts thinking about Warner a lot more.
0: Yes. And so fast forward a little bit. She's going on and on and on about who Warner is. And now she's actually seeing like a little bit more of his potential. And she goes, Warner's crouched, crouched on the ground, feeding something to a dog with his good hand. The animal's quivering bony body is huddled inside of Warner's open coat, shivering as its stubby limbs try to find warmth after being frozen for so long. The dog wags its tail hard, pulling back to look at Warner in the eye, only to plow into the warmth of his jacket again. I hear Warner laugh. That scene to me was just like... Turning point. Yeah. We love a dog lover here. Absolutely. It yes. like made me like him. <laughs> yeah.
1: One it shows you that he's compassionate when people aren't watching, because he's right. over in a corner where no he one else... He him. thinks no one else is seeing him while he's mm-hmm. doing this, and so... This is sort of supposed to be our impression of who he is when no one's watching.
0: Yeah, which, like, to me, speaks so much more than, like, when people are actually watching. But then you Mm -hmm. see, like, he does have this softer side. And he sees, like, okay, if you love puppies, like, you're automatically (laughs) a good person in my eyes. So it's, like, as soon as I saw that, I was, like, oh, okay, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he's going to have this, like, big turnaround moment. So right, and he I I sees it. her.
1: He sees her briefly while she's standing there and just admiring him. Uh. But somebody grabs her, and it's yes. Kenji. And so Kenji immediately turns her invisible and is like, "What the heck do you think you were doing?" But he is able to project onto her and keep her invisible too. And so she's not really sure, like if he really saw, if Warner really saw her or not. Mm-hmm. But she thinks that he did, and yeah. so. Uh, You know, Kenji had come back because he's been watching her and, you know, making sure that she was doing what she was supposed to do, which she was not.
0: No. But he's like, you
1: know what? You're going to keep up.
0: Well, and then, okay, I wrote that that it was freaking brutal what he says because she was like, what? I do take this seriously and he goes bullshit all you do is sit around and think about your feelings you've got problems boo freaking who your parents hate you and it's so hard but you have to wear gloves for the rest of your life because you kill people when you touch them and he goes on about like snapping her out of it and how she doesn't have actual problems and she's living like a king I was like oh damn like it was harsh yeah, it was some tough love for sure. And maybe even beyond tough love. Yeah, I felt like part of me is like, okay, there's tough love, but like that was, that was a little brutal for my liking. But I feel like she
1: really needed that to turn around yeah. though because she was just moping. She was just yeah. moping and moping and he's like, you got to knock it off. Yeah. Everybody's life is tough and you need to get over yourself. And I don't know, I, I kind of felt like she needed it.
0: I, I felt like she needed it. But part of me is like, I'm also, at this point I was actually starting to see that Kenji has his own issues, too. And up to this point, I was like, oh, like, Kenji's just there for everybody else. He's the goofball. He's the... Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like here, he's like, you want to see some real problems? And I started really thinking about, like, how he's been living. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of turned my eyes a little bit away from Juliet and also started to see Kenji a little
1: differently, Mm -hmm. too. When I think after this point, too, when she starts trying to invest more time in people she also recognizes more often, like, oh, Kenji's having a hard time, or, oh, Kenji looks like he's struggling, or, oh, it must be so hard to always be the one yeah, laughing. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And again, it's like humor. Humor is definitely a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. which we all use. <laughs> but yeah. it's starting to become very, very apparent that that is going to be Kenji's defense mechanism. Right. So you start, every time he cracks a joke, I started being like, oh... That's a little more sad than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's during this mission when she really acknowledges how important Kenji is for the whole group and mm-hmm. for the whole compound and
0: anti-reestablishment.
1: I don't know. Yeah. What they, I don't remember if they call themselves something. but
0: Oh, yeah. I don't remember the name for omega it point. Oh, Omega for, Point. Oh, yeah. Omega Point. Um, omega Point, yeah. We could basically just call them the anti-reestablishment, right. though. Ca- counts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's also, you know, after this kind of harsh conversation with Kenji
0: mm-hmm.
1: she meets up with the rest of the group that's on this mission and kind of has like friendly banter with more people too mm-hmm. and she seems like she tries a little harder to insert herself in the conversation and they're like what she speaks but then they're really <laughs> inclusive and that's I think when it was a good reminder that everybody else was maybe more open to getting to know her than she thought they were like mm-hmm. she's saying oh yeah moms are going to pull their kids away and nobody wants to, Everybody's talk to me. scared of me but I think that was just her being an unreliable narrator and saying yeah. that that's what her interpretation of their behavior was. Because everyone that she talks to is always so welcoming to her. Yeah. And even, like, Ian says, you know, oh, you remember to speak when we get back to the point. Maybe you should join us for lunch sometime. We can Aww. fill you in. Like,
0: they're just, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. it was a
1: little bit of a turning point for her, though, mm-hmm. talking to Kenji. And that's why I think he kind of needed to be that harsh. Yeah. Because I think she needed that to really... Have kind of a kick in the butt,
0: yeah.
1: You know, yeah sometimes it's really good. So Kenji is back with uh Juliet now after she's run away crying from Adam, and uh, they're trying to work on harnessing her energy again. Yeah. And it's when she also acknowledges that the adrenaline when that takes over, that that's she says, once that crazy feeling takes over, it needs an outlet. I have to touch something, I have to release it. And so, it's the first time that I think she's reflecting a little more clearly on what her body is telling her when she's using her energy. And then it's the first time that, I don't know, I I think she's a little more, like, successful and really trying to think of how to apply it
0: absolutely and so i thought that that was a really good realization well and then the fact that she felt comfortable enough to talk about it with kenji too yeah was another big factor and i so i really liked that as well she was like hey this is how i'm feeling this is what this feels like mm-hmm. yeah i really liked that a lot
1: and so she kind of has a bonding moment with kenji too as he talks about mm-hmm. his experience of uh turning invisible for the first time and how yeah. that goes and he i don't know it's i think it's just it kind of open the floodgates a little bit for that, that level of comfort for them together. But then I laughed also really hard when he said that she had severe mental constipation.
0: (laughs) I know. Kenji and his little witty things, like throughout this entire book, Kenji just has me freaking laughing. (laughs) Their sarcastic banter, his jokes, like to me, he was just so freaking funny. Yeah. I just loved it. He is funny. But you know what?
1: He helps her and she breaks that brick. She crumbles it. And it is gone. Oh,
0: I love that. so proud. Because she's like, oh, like this you mean? Yeah. <laughs> she just did it. I know.
1: And then it's like so casual yeah. after weeks of trying.
0: Exactly. Because I think now she's actually starting to realize, like, throughout this entire time, they've been talking about, like, oh, my emotions take a really big part in this. And so now she's actually starting to, like, harness the emotions. And instead of being afraid of it, she's actually trying to work on it. And she's like, oh, wow. That was really easy. Like, I didn't realize I had this much strength. I didn't realize I was able to do this with this much ease. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I loved it. But then it did also crack me up when she <laughs> compares herself to a Venus flytrap.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was like, huh?
1: <laughs> oh, man. So then, to your point, Castle calls everybody up to the, his office in the middle of the night.
0: Mm-hmm. In the, in the middle of the night. And he has some very interesting information. We learn that Warner's father, the Supreme Commander of the reestablishment, has now arrived at Sector 45. They really want Juliet, oh, just to talk, you know. They just want to talk with her. But you're just glazing over the
1: fact that Warner's father is the Supreme Commander. Yes. Like this, you know, super high ruler or whatever <laughs> that is like very much in charge and so it kind of apparently family business
0: yeah which like who knew i'm confused who's the supreme commander castle's gaze rests on me warner's father oh
1: (laughs) yeah did you also notice the difference between how they described castle's office versus how they described warner's facility
0: no enlighten me
1: so i guess i just noticed a really big difference because if you remember when Juliet is walking around all of Warner's rooms and things when she was first kind of kidnapped by him. She is so uncomfortable with the extravagance there. And as she walks into Castle's office, she says his office is nothing more than a room with a few bookcases and a simple table that doubles as a workstation. Everything is made of recycled metal and his desk looks like it used to be a pickup truck. And it just, it it kind of was like another good reminder. I think that, Omega Point is really trying to do better in spreading the wealth for the people or doing better for the people. And up until this point, I I was still not really sure what to think of Castle or Omega Point Mm -hmm. if I really trusted that they were as good as they said they were. And I think that was one of the small indicators that I had that maybe they really were genuinely trying you know like maybe they really were just genuinely that good
0: right and i loved that they were generally generally like trying to be better as a people but something else that i really noticed is that the way that they described castle in general at this point is how scatterbrained that he is yes. and he can't keep things straight and he like his everything was messy and so immediately I was like oh my god this is their leader this is who is leading them into this new kind of world like yes they have the best of intentions but like are they really going to be able to like play it out the way that they think that they're going to so i this is when i started to have doubts about castle and mm. omega point
1: mm, see i think i i had the opposite i think that was the point where i started Being like, oh, maybe they can really do this.
0: Really? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. funny. That's when I started. We all knew that her going to Sector 45 for whatever reason was going to be bad. But, like, I still at this point thought that they were going to have a future. But, like, Castle probably wasn't going to be the best leader of it because of how scatterbrained and stuff that they said mm. he was and like this wasn't the first time they had said it mm. and so I just started noticing like hmm he's making mistakes he's like doesn't know how to organize and like to me good leaders need to be super organized and so mm. yeah
1: and so Adam you know is hearing that Juliet is supposed to be going and basically being bait to try and pull him in yeah and he is not having it
0: No, she was basically supposed to be the distraction is what they think that she was going to be. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, Adam is super upset. He's like, don't we have anyone who can do something crazy enough to throw everything off to give us an advantage? And he's like, you are out of your mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then it's interesting because I even made a note, Mm -hmm. like, as they're all still talking, this is before they've left a mega point or anything. Mm And, um you know, basically she's saying that she'll go and she's agreeing to it. And Castle was proud and mm-hmm. you know, everybody else is maybe kind of upset, but she goes and I realized uh, this is probably what I am meant to do. This is exactly why I'm here. Maybe I'm supposed to die. But I wrote in the corners. I'm like, maybe will she just choose Warner at the meetup? Cause I, I kind of mm-hmm. questioned that too. She's already had just all these questions over him. And all of a sudden when he's just there and available, I was like, wondering if she would just choose him like actively choose to leave Omega Point and leave to go to him
0: yeah I was part of me was like when is she gonna leave Omega Point because she clearly like she doesn't fit in Mm -hmm. she's already uncomfortable and then at this point to me it was like maybe it's an out maybe it's an out for her to go meet Warner's father yeah but another part of me was like oh Warner's not gonna be there like this is just gonna be like a business plot like, a mm-hmm. meeting where he can... I don't... I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew it wasn't going to be good. Yeah. But that maybe I'm just supposed to die. But James... Ugh. James knew. Oh, that was so sad. It was another, I think, a good moment for her to
1: recognize, though, mm-hmm. that her life is hard, but so is other people's. Yes. And she even recognizes that, and that she's like, I've been so concerned with my own issues, it never occurred to me that James would care so much. Right. And... He was standing up for her to all of his new friends and yeah. stuff and he was, you know, backing her and saying that she wasn't mean and she wasn't doing like bad things or yeah. killing on purpose or whatever and
0: But the fact that a child can say, I was really, really bad at you. Yeah. Just it's just like, like a very that mature hurts. thing for
1: a child to <laughs> say though.
0: And those words yeah. hurt. Yeah. Especially come from coming from little kids. And so he's he's just he's understanding but he also kinda wants an apology and an explanation. Yeah. And the fact that he came forward and she had to, like, talk to him about it was really sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. But I thought it was so cool as they're getting all decked out with all their weapons and stuff. Her brass knuckles. I was like, yes. heck yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That's I liked it, cool. too.
0: But part of me, okay, when she put on the brass knuckles, part of me was like, wouldn't she be more effective if she just took off the glove?
1: Well, remember her banging through the ground? I don't know. Like, she, I remember and she thought she had hurt her hand when she had broken the earth. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. I like the she brass doesn't... knuckles, too. I just immediately thought, like, yeah. but could she? Why not both? Like... Porky yeah. and no sauce. There we
1: go. There we go. <laughs> why but, uh, choose? But, yeah, why choose? We love a why choose. <laughs> we
0: love why choose.
1: But as soon as she slips that on and she's got her little superhero suit and she's got her brass knuckles, her confidence in herself already sounds so different you know we've talked about the difference in her inner dialogue and like some of the writing style with like the crossing out and the um, Mm -hmm. duplication of things and stuff and immediately after she puts it on she's like easy I can do this all confidence no other words in there and and she seems like a totally different person
0: yeah and I loved that because this is it's kind of how she felt in the first book too like where she puts on the suit and she's like damn i look
1: good and so do the boys the boys all recognize they all loved it
0: too and so it's really like when she's starting to jump into her own power she starts to notice how powerful she is Mm -hmm. and she starts to become more confident yes and every time she does it she becomes more and more confident which i just loved Mm -hmm. i loved that part
1: Mm -hmm. yeah but as they were walking into the house they see a few tanks, six of them together, Mm -hmm. and Kenji makes it really clear that the only time that you see that many out is when they're getting ready for a really big fight, and this is the same time that everybody from Omega Point is getting ready to have their big fight, too, but they thought that they were going to have the upper hand, so now the three of them are all nervous going into this house, because they thought that they were going to have, I don't know, some advantage. Time, yeah. Advantage.
0: That's a really good way to put it. And then... Warner's dad, Anderson, opens up the freaking door. Yep. And she was like, I'm staring at a man who is absolutely breathtakingly (laughs) beautiful. And he is a man. Yep. (laughs) I was like, hold on a second. This is like kind of how she described Warner too. Uh And now she's like, oh my God, that's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. And I'm Uh like, hold on. You have never described Adam like that. You just said, basically said he was cute. I'm like, and now you're describing a man who you know is <laughs> Warner's dad like this. Oh, It was so weird to me. Yeah. Mm.
1: No, I, I did also notice that. Yeah. And so his dad, Warner's dad makes it clear that Warner has basically been begging for her to be spared and for him to get her back because he's clearly obsessed with her. Clearly. So nev- not once in 19 years has he ever asked me for anything. And... <sighs> What does uh, he ask for? Juliet. So how did you feel about Warner at this point when he's basically I, doing everything I he can to get weird. her back?
0: I thought mm-hmm. it was weird. I was like... Dude, you it's don't a little obsessive, know. right? Very obsessive. And like going back to the first book, I thought Warner was extremely obsessive and I didn't, I didn't like it. It was mm-hmm. like a... You're mine, even though I've done nothing to or so we think Mm -hmm. even though I've done nothing to show you why Mm -hmm. and I don't don't know the whole him being extremely obsessed with her with little to no interaction was just really weird to me and so this just kind of made that even more of a fact of like oh Warner's still just like obsessed with her like this is so odd I didn't like it I didn't like it
1: nope but he's showing his emotions when he sees her, and mm-hmm. and he's making
0: it really clear. My name? You may call me Supreme Commander Anderson. And I did. <laughs> I highlighted it, but I didn't actually realize how important that would be until later. Yeah. And so I was like, why? still confused. Why does that matter?
1: <laughs> right, because I hadn't thought about the names part of it either. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I hadn't either. Which, like, names become a really big thing in this book, and so... Um, Innocent goes, shoot her, shoot her right now. But he doesn't. He doesn't yet. Right.
1: Yeah. Juliet right. kind of gets the upper hand for a moment.
0: hmm
1: And she's showing her physical strength that she now has a little bit of control over. Mm-hmm. And she just is seeing Red, shoots him in one leg, shoots him in the other leg.
0: Well, before that too, like right, like literally right before she went to shoot him, I highlighted how many times have, this is coming from Anderson's point of view, talking about Warner as a child. He's like, how many times have I woken up in the middle of the night to find you, even as a little boy, trying to shoot me in my sleep? Mm -hmm. And how many times were you able to go through with it? How many times did you succeed? How many times did you burst into tears, apologizing, clinging to me like some demented, and then obviously Warner gets upset and his dad is going off on him about how weak he is and he's always cleaning up his messes and I was like, Oh shit, this is another like abusive relationship basically. Mm -hmm. It just it again brings you back a little bit into the mind of Warner and like why he is the way that he is. Like, wow, some things have really really shaped him and Mm -hmm. we're seeing different sides of him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, she you're hears totally right. And explosion, the sound later. of glass shattering. Someone yanks me back as I pull the trigger and the bullet hits the window bullet behind Anderson's head. But then he hits her, er, I'm sorry, she shoots him in both legs. And I was like, mm-hmm. at least you're maiming him, like you're not killing him, which mm-hmm. you don't really want to do. But I guess at least you're getting him a little bit. <laughs> right? So I liked that.
1: But Kenji pulls her back because Yeah, he's Kenji like Kenji realizes kill this is not the time for yeah. that and that if they kill him, it's not really gonna actually help their cause, and so he kind of, just like when she was breaking the earth, kind of reels her in a little bit, and yeah. all of a sudden she looks around and was like, "Oh crap, like, what did oh, I should- do?" Yeah,
0: I didn't want to do that. Well, mm-hmm. and then this is also the point where Adam walks in, mm-hmm. and he his eyes drop. Adam is on his knees, a look of fear and pain and horror and anger and terror etched into his every line of his face, and I'm trying to shake him. He tries to speak, my father, this man is my father. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming in the slightest. Yeah.
1: So him and Warner are at least half brothers, I think is what we're supposed to assume, right?
0: Oh my God, that was so crazy to me. I was like, hold up. Well, because who are the two people that can touch Juliet?
1: Yeah, which like then when you look at it like that, makes sense to be a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was not that, expecting that I at all, though. I was not
0: expecting that at all. So, like, how did you feel about that? Did you have any, like...
1: Um... I don't know. It felt a little random at the time, but then <laughs> I think that as it goes on... Yeah. You know, I, I think I like how it fit into the story, mm-hmm. but in that moment, I was like, what, what the heck?
0: <laughs> I was literally like, what? What? Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Because... <laughs> I didn't even think about this until I kept reading later on, but I was like, she has to choose between two brothers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Poor Cain, lost I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're just
0: going to turn this into a I choose. You're
1: like, I need to read some fan fiction it. here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. If I liked Adam more, maybe. But like...
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
0: That's I don't fair, really, so... And so, Castle has said like the word like this is war basically mm-hmm. and they walk out and they're all like okay cool now we can use our powers to like do something really big and she says I shatter what's left of this earth mm-hmm. I was like wow alright okay like you're, you're learning quickly Juliet mm-hmm. that was very interesting to me um, and then they find this random tank they get in mm-hmm. but they have somebody else with them
1: Warner, because Warner Warner got hurt by his father. His father beat him up or something? Does that what happened? I think so. And so Kenji is carrying Warner towards, like, this tank or whatever, and he takes Warner with him.
0: Yeah. And so now their plan was basically to keep him as a hostage Mm -hmm. until they find out that Warner can actually also touch Juliet. And so now Castle is, like, extremely interested in what the hell Warner's powers are.
1: It's a lot of acknowledgement over the fact that they're brothers and what that means. Maybe we yeah, can but skip they past don't... that.
0: Warner doesn't know that yet. Warner doesn't know that, but Adam, Adam does. Adam knows that. And then Adam's going and telling the others about how his father used to beat him. And was only around every so often to basically beat him. And Adam goes, I have to kill him. Mm-hmm. And... You're right. I did I did skip forward a little bit because then after they're kind of going through like what does this mean now that you guys have the same dad, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And Juliet has the wonderful task of questioning whether Warner as questioning Warner as their captive. And she starts to see him in a little bit of a light. But Warner is also like, I will not talk to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I will only talk to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn.
1: But he's not even talking to her about what she wants to know. He's just basically trying to get to know her, and he keeps throwing her diary in her face, basically, and saying, oh, well, I've read this so many times, (laughs) and I've read all of your thoughts, and Mm -hmm. so she feels so, like, violated, and I don't know. Which,
0: absolutely, because when she had come out of the asylum, she basically, like, had never even been writing down her feelings or anything and so now when she had gotten to the re-establishment she was able to finally talk about things and the way she did it was like write them down mm-hmm. and so now warner has just like full access to that and he kept being like oh just like memorized a bunch of pieces of the book mm-hmm. and would just outright just talk about it
1: yeah and she uh, says I can only imagine how pathetic and lonely and desperate I must appear to him, Ooh. which also was a sign of like, well, do you care? Do you care what he thinks of you? Because it sure seems like it.
0: It sure does seem like it. She's like, oh, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't think differently of me because he read this.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting.
1: But I did like at least when he acknowledges that when she, so she's clearly upset, you know, about him. Having the diary and everything, and she she wants it back,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: he does apologize for kissing her because yes. he thought that she wanted that, and when he like he I don't know I think it was a good recognition of like mm-hmm. I thought that I I thought that we were on the same page and that was like really bad of me and yeah he apologizes for it which I
0: appreciated I loved again you're seeing. A little bit different because at this point you had not heard him apologize about anything mm-hmm. and so the fact that he was apologizing to some that something that was like I don't even know if Juliet had really realized what that meant at the time but now she's like oh wait, yeah you're right I really didn't like that mm-hmm. he's not apologizing for having the notebook he's not apologizing for other things he apologized for kissing her because he knew she didn't want it hmm but he didn't know that at the time hmm so yeah I thought that was
1: but in this whole conversation, you know, when after she's still in his cell room mm-hmm. with him, um, it's also the first time he calls her love.
0: Oh, which I thought was. How cute. do you feel about that?
1: I I always think that's a cute nickname. Oh, you think
0: that's a cute nickname? You don't
1: like it? No,
0: I don't. I think
1: that it made me immediately give him a British accent. <laughs> Like I feel like that's what I hear when I hear someone be like called love. You know, I don't know. Like makes me think of like Lucifer or something.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, no, okay, but, but okay. you know what I mean. Yes. Like no, imagine like that so that say. confidence.
1: Yeah. Saying love. Mm-hmm. I I think it's cute. I
0: guess we just have so we have some friends who constantly call their significant others love, and we kind of like. Goof around about it a little bit, oh. and so to me it's like a cringe. It's a little bit of a cringe. Oh. I understand he's trying to be like sweet and nice and everything, but like sometimes when like pet names and nicknames are overused, they lose their luster for me a little bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. The Do you have any, any like pet that. names for your
1: your significant other?
0: I call him G. G. Yeah, Gianni e, yeah. G. Babe. I think Babe. I, is I the use Babe one we a, lot use. a lot, also
1: feel like i also use my love
0: do you oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cute but i feel oh, like you, i also yeah. call my
1: friends my love so it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just my nickname for everyone that that's i love cute.
0: okay so like it meant more to you Maybe. that's really sweet
1: oh but it's so oh i did hate that it rolled into yet another time because i think this is this is when we start to see a little bit of a split of how warner treats juliet and how adam treats juliet and yes Juliet has said time and time again to Adam now, since since that one experience where she knew that she was hurting him, she w- she has said, we can't do this, like, I don't want that, or uh, this shouldn't be what happens right. anymore, and he keeps being like, I refuse to believe that this is the end of us, not if you still love me, and it, she just feels so uncomfortable, because she now is She's building this no. relationship with Warner, and Warner is making things even worse, of course. But-
0: Absolutely,
1: and this is the point, right, where uh, she confirms to Castle that Warner really can touch her.
0: Yeah. And so they're just absolutely shocked. And they're like, this changes everything mm-hmm. because Warner is one of us. Mm-hmm. And so Castle's like, understandably pretty upset. He's like, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you report this information? This is important for us to know. And she says because she didn't want Adam to know. Mm-hmm. which like okay to me I thought this was kind of dumb honestly I was like I understand you don't want him to know but like you've already told him you don't want don't to be, be with, with him. him and so it and just, she's I, stuck
1: to her guns pretty pretty yes, firmly too
0: absolutely she has and so I was like this is kind of like this has beat its own drum too many times mm-hmm. at this point so mm-hmm. yeah I didn't absolutely love that
1: but even Castle recognizes that Warner is in love with Juliet, kind of oh, before yeah. Juliet's willing to
0: hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I don't envy this. Mm-hmm. I can see now why this might be uncomfortable for you. hmm <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was really interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: But she does, in fact, go back to where Warner is in his mm-hmm. little room. And she sees him sleeping and, like, vulnerable and kind of has another moment of just staring at him and assessing him and, mm-hmm. and thinking about how she might feel about him versus how she feels felt about Adam right and we learned that he has just one tattoo on his back there the it's the word ignite
0: yeah I loved that especially because of the 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 next
1: book Yes, (laughs) so I
0: was like oh ignite like I already had the the third book and so I already knew what it was called and I was like wow ignite that's that's awesome (laughs) but that ties in really well but then you also see that his skin has a lot of scars on it and that makes Juliet sick Mm -hmm. because she's like how did you even get this like I can't imagine what you would have endured to have this happen to you and I loved the way it was described as his entire back is a map of pain Mm. (gasps) that made me so sad Mm -hmm. like it just like hurt my skin just by reading it, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's
1: like embarrassed when he realizes that she's seen all of this, and he's like immediately trying to throw on clothes and stuff. But yeah, I loved kind of the flip of the script that she says who hurt you and I know it's like the opposite of what you always see with the guys and like oh the girl gets oh, hurt and they're like who did this to you yeah. that's what that reminded me of
0: absolutely and so now it's Juliet saying it instead I that's funny because I hadn't put two and two together like that until just now yeah and that's so
1: part of that part of why um the bookmark
0: that I was yeah. using
1: then from this point on in here <laughs> was touch her and you die but i really <laughs> wanted to cross it out and say touch him and you die
0: oh my gosh i love that though Name i love for this that.
1: episode touch him and you die touch
0: him and you <laughs> i love it it's on it's on touch him and you die yeah. because she ends up like being really protective over being him being very protective, quickly. yeah yeah, that was really sad, because we already kind of know that, like, Adam has said his dad beat him and all this stuff, yep. and so now you see this, and it's, like, immediately, like, yeah. my mind went to, oh, shit, that was their dad. Yep. The dad did that. Definitely. Oh, it was so sad. And he's like, why do you care? Why are you suddenly so interested in my life? And I was like, truth. Yes. Freaking truth. Because mm-hmm. up until this point, she's like, I want nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. to hit in his perspective. Mm-hmm. And... Now it's like all of a sudden she's like worried about it. Like mm-hmm. that yeah, to me I was like, Yeah, okay. Now you think that you get the right to like be worried about it. That mm-hmm. doesn't no. I would have been just as mad if I was him. Mm-hmm.
1: But she admits that she doesn't hate him anymore. Right. He asks her directly, you know, what she's thinking and Yeah. I don't know. She definitely looks at him like he's a broken poppy that she can fix and Yeah.
0: And it's know. kinda crazy because like after these kinds of like altercate not maybe not altercations but like these uncomfortable conversations between the two of them he every single time he goes I'm just gonna leave oh Mm -hmm. yeah by the way I'm leaving oh yeah I'm leaving but you could come with me if you want right like you can come there's a place for you
1: we'll get there (laughs) oh I thought it was interesting too because part of why she seems to be part of why she seems to be so immediately comfortable with uh, warner is even though she feels like there was an invasion of privacy from him reading her journal she also feels like mm. she can just be comfortable talking to him because he already knows everything about her and yeah all of her thoughts and it made me wonder if adam read it also and was having the same reaction if she'd feel the same way about that because at first you know, she loved Adam because Adam was the first one to touch her. Yeah. Adam was the first one who was nice. And now she's saying, oh, I love uh, Warner now. Or, not love. Mm-hmm. I don't hate. And I'm very intrigued by Warner yeah. now. Yeah. Very,
0: she's very interested it, in him.
1: Yeah. Because he knows everything about me because he's seen the inner parts of my soul through this journal. Right. So it just made me wonder, oh. how do you think Adam would react if he read her journal?
0: Oh, like how do you, how do you think she would react if Adam- How do you
1: think he would react... Like versus how how Warner reacted to reading it.
0: Oh yeah, because Warner basically kept it as like this is close to my heart now, and I'm gonna memorize every single word. Right, and And he's like, I feel for you. He's like, I feel like
1: I know you before I even met you because Mm -hmm. I read this and understood you.
0: Right, and I really part of me thinks that Adam would just be like, Oh, this is cool. I think he'd be uncomfortable. You think so?
1: Yeah, I think he'd be weirdly like avoidant of what I'm talking about. Like, oh well. That was a different time, you know. You aren't that person anymore, or like he would, you know what yeah, I mean. I think he would try. I and see that he does definitely
0: like dismiss her a lot. Yeah, which Water doesn't really seem to do. He's like using it as a tool to like get to know her better. But I, I, I can absolutely see that now. Mm-hmm. That Adam would just completely just dismiss it and be like, "Eh, but this was you in another life. Mm-hmm. This isn't you anymore, right?" Yeah.
1: So I just thought that was kind of an interesting difference, and even she says that. She feels like she has to protect Adam from herself. But with Warner, she's like, I don't feel like I need to protect him from anything. Yeah, I thought that was an
0: interesting reaction for sure. And she was like, oh, I feel like you're right. Like, this makes me, like, I don't have to hide anything from him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you still don't really know him that well, though. That's that's an awful lot of trust. Like, where is that coming from? That was a little bit out of left field for me, honestly.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, how much trust do you have in, um, Warner?
0: Um, I'm getting After we've there. had all
1: the conversations in the cell. I place. feel
0: like I'm getting there a little bit. Um, but there's still some things where I'm like, uh, eh. Like, I'm starting to see into him a little bit more. Where I'm like, okay, we know what happened with your dad. We see you've got scars. We see you're definitely being more vulnerable with Juliet. Um, you're starting to talk more, I guess. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm starting to trust you a little bit more, but, like, it definitely wasn't, like, all the way there yet for mm-hmm. me. What about you?
1: Mm. I feel like I was just interested to see a different side of him, but I wasn't sure where that was going to go yet.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty much where I was, too. Like, mm. oh, is this going to be another instant love? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt to me, too. I was like, oh, I mm-hmm. hope this isn't that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit, uh.
1: Yeah. So they kind of have a little bit of an extended moment. They're looking at his tattoos, you know?
0: <laughs> and then they find that like, he's got this ring. Mm hmm. Yeah. So now he's being more vulnerable. He won't really tell her what the ring is about, but she's seeing his tattoos and she's, they're basically just like spending time together, but at this point, not being very physical.
1: Right. But he has this confidence in her from the beginning here. Like, the whole time, he has confidence in who she is and what she can do that is unlike probably anybody but Kenji. I feel like Kenji really believes in her, too. But he even says that she stifles her own potential. And Mm -hmm. because of what other people expect of you, you still follow the rules you've been given. And I wish you wouldn't. And it... I like that every time that he says something positive about her or her power, it's always about her. Like, it, it right. always feels like it's about her doing well and not about other people at all, mm-hmm. which is so different than how everybody else treats it. Like, how can they use her to do better? Right. Or, oh, well, how should she be doing using it to you know, do things with the world? But he always is just amazed by who she is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I was actually starting to notice that too and every time they had these kinds of interactions I would always think like that's my girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) like he was always just so supportive of her when she did good things and he just he really wanted her to reach that full potential and I loved Mm -hmm. I loved that yeah I really loved that yeah well and it
1: just it was nice I think it made me look at him differently to yeah have him clearly see so much of himself in what he was reading
0: yeah, well, and then they you start to notice that like the guards are just letting her into the room without saying anything. So clearly they're they're not really seeing Warner as a threat anymore, right? Even though he's constantly like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave. Oh, wait, no, I'll stay. Oh, wait, no, I'm they, gonna leave." And
1: they and they know at this point that it's not even like Juliet can defend herself, right? Because her powers don't work on him,
0: right? Right. Wait, but they they kind of know that. But
1: I guess not everybody knows. Yeah, that not at everybody this point. knows that. Yeah. Castle
0: knows that for sure, but Adam does not know that. Adam does not know that.
1: So, Castle, he's really the first one to see Warner as anything other than the enemy. hmm And Warner tells Juliet that Castle has basically invited him to join and has also said that maybe he has a gift like everyone else there because yeah. he can touch her and Castle's intrigued by that. And so now... You know, Warner is kind of considering, like, well, do I stay? Like, I'd only be staying for you. I don't care about anybody else, but... Right. Yeah. Okay, so after Castle has invited Warner to stay, and he's talking to Juliet about it, and he tells her that he can feel what people think of him. And so he's always been able to feel how she feels about him, but he's also been able to feel the hate that other people have. Oh, uh, so that's kind of like the first sign that we have that he's kept this to himself and he's kind of known about it for a while, but he thought it was just intuition or the ability to read people. Warner okay. and Juliet have had this bonding moment kind of where <laughs> he tells her, you know, some more details about himself and he says, my loyalties don't lie with the reestablishment. They don't lie with the mega point. They, you know, they lie wherever I want them to be. And right now it's basically um, with her. Yeah. But... They all, you know, then are moving into, I don't know, like the cafeteria or something where all the people are of Omega Point and Castle is uh, basically saying that Warner should get to stay or get the opportunity to Mm -hmm. stay because he too is special and it just gets into this mob mentality. Oh yeah,
0: everybody's mad. Like,
1: why not just kill him? Why would we keep him alive? And people are going pretty crazy
0: oh yeah people are very upset with this
1: yes and so castle says we discovered his gift and he says he'll use it to help and people just don't believe him which is kind of fair
0: and then castle says at the very end of that we know that he like you can touch juliet Mm -hmm. and so to everybody to everybody
1: everybody knows this
0: which like one adam didn't know juliet didn't want adam to know and now castle has betrayed her trust
1: to everybody in front of everybody everybody And Adam is pissed.
0: Pissed.
1: Which is not really a very fair reaction. No.
0: And she's already told him how many times I don't want to be with you. Right. And it's like, for him to feel like he has this, like, claim over here, which is, like, really upsetting to me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then she's all embarrassed about it, and, oh, he's mad.
0: Yeah. And then Warner shows up. And he's like, hey, guys. I'm here. Peace. (laughs) Right. How's it going? And Adam is like, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. And people are just, like, really not wanting them to fight. But they're basically just, like, going off and, like, yelling at each other. And Adam is like, he could go back and give away every detail of this place. And Warner's like, I don't even know where we are, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, he's like, how can I go and do this if I don't know what we are, where we are? Like, you guys haven't told me anything. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: even through this interaction, then, where she's got... Both men right next to her. Both boys. I don't even feel there like I'd call go. them men. Both boys. boys. yeah. Right next to her. And she, she said she's forcing herself to look at Adam so I can pretend that Warner isn't here. Warner isn't a fan of my
0: plan. Yeah. <laughs> <And so laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah.
1: And so clearly, even at this point, she's ready to be moving on from Adam and is kind of, again, intrigued by Warner. But she has this, like, sense of loyalty that she can't get over, even though she yeah. doesn't want to be with Adam. Yeah. She just wants to be a good friend to him. But... Adam isn't having that either.
0: No, no. Adam is like, you are mine, you're mine, you're mine. But that was that was weird. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like it was really important when she, she was like, I'm pressing a palm to Warner's chest and I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm caught in the middle of two brothers willing to destroy one another and it's not even me who manages to do anything. It's Kenji. He grabs both of the boys, tries to pry them apart, but suddenly like a sound rips through his throat. And it's pure terror and torture. He's down on the ground, choking, gasping, writhing on the floor. I have no idea. Kenji is dead. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, because Warner touched him. Yeah. I was like, how? I was so confused.
1: Yeah, well, we were so confused because it's clear that it's her powers because she goes, I'm not wearing my gloves. I forgot my gloves. And so... But she's like, she no, she didn't feel herself use the power, and so she's so confused because she's like, this was clearly me, and was I projecting? Was I doing something? I don't know. But I like that Warner's really upfront with Juliet Mm -hmm. right away as that happens. That he describes how he's able to feel this right from the beginning. Yeah, that um, he can like feel other people's energies and basically steal them or use them and he kind of compares <laughs> himself to Adam too a little bit and was like wow well that's lame like <laughs> I know <laughs> who, who would ever need that <laughs> I know
0: I thought that was kind of funny because honestly I kind of felt that way about Adam's power too like yes okay when is that gonna be useful like that doesn't sound <laughs> like anything right. I would really want
1: yeah so then all of a sudden we go from Juliet clearly being the top of the totem pole then I'm like man I don't know warner's is kind of even better because he can basically do everything juliet can which is around plus anybody else anybody that's around. else
0: says and then at this point we're also kind of learning about like projecting your powers because mm-hmm. they've been training and trying to trying to get juliet to do it and kenji's like oh yeah this is how i've been doing it and mm-hmm. so i'm like oh my god if warner can project his power he can just like take the energy from somebody else and like right. throw it somewhere and i was like wow he's just like an energy transfer yeah like that is so cool Full
1: superhero energy there
0: yeah i thought that was really really cool yeah but he didn't really know it he was like no it. he was like i didn't actually know what i was doing not at first i've only ever just sensed energy i never knew that i could take it Mm -hmm. so i thought that was really cool that it's like oh wow like, this is new for you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew he had some sort of, like, power, but now he's realizing he can harness it a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, he so. likes it. And, and he really likes really touching Juliet. Likes it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, there's I no conditions.
0: It. So because of this, he's, like, basically just immune to her touch because instead of it hurting her, it kind of just, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just, like, goes into him. Oh, so mm-hmm. that that was really cool. I really liked that. It's, like finally somebody with like without conditions because we thought adam for so long yep it d- wasn't gonna have conditions but but then it
1: turned out it was gonna be complicated and now yeah we're seeing a different side of warner and mm-hmm. warner
0: can touch her so kenji is basically just down for the count for a little bit and we start to notice that um juliet is protecting warner Because Adam's really upset, but she's not like, Warner did it, Warner did it. Mm -hmm. She kind of just keeps quiet. Yeah. And she's like...
1: Acts like it was an accident from her.
0: Right. And so I think that's really cool. And she's like, I don't know why I'm protecting him.
1: Yes. I highlighted that too.
0: (laughs) But I loved that. Mm -hmm. I loved that.
1: But Adam is still keeping his secrets too, because he knows that Warner is his brother and he's still not saying anything to him about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that that wasn't really fair. Like, no. Like, from the very beginning, as soon as he found out, it was like, oh, this is a secret, I'm not going to say anything. And to me, that was just like, why? He should get a no.
1: I mean, I understand yeah. that Adam doesn't like him, but it seems like important information.
0: Right. I feel the share. exact
1: same way. Especially because that really could make people change sides, like knowing family and stuff. So it's interesting that he really doesn't want to tell him. Or right. James, that James could have another brother.
0: I know yeah I felt like that was that was really tough to really tough to see mm-hmm. and so now we get to the point where she's talking to Warner
1: so Warner sneaks into her bedroom yes and she's very surprised to find him in there but oh, probably yeah. a little happily surprised <laughs> <laughs> and he tells her that when he's gonna leave the next day he wants her to come yeah with him
0: and she's like why would you want me to come are you sure? And he's like, Well yeah, of course I do.
1: so like I want you, I want all of you.
0: Yeah. And he's like, Is it even possible that you can't feel this between us?
1: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I had a little <laughs> eek moment at that.
0: <laughs> I did too. I absolutely did too. And, and so, then yeah. they they get into the spicy scene. Like the one spicy scene of the entire book, <laughs> which I really loved. And it's just it's them making out, but it's I loved hearing it from her perspective on, like, this is what I'm feeling, and I'm happy, and I'm excited, Mm -hmm. and wow, like, touching, but it's not...
1: He's whispering sweet nothings in I know. Because he was really sweet with it. Yeah, like, he goes on this whole rant about all of the things that, like, he appreciates about her, and, like, not just physically, which I liked. Yeah. Yeah, so then they're having all this moment. But I loved that like as he goes in his kissing her again, he goes, Please don't shoot this for shoot me for this I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really funny. Yeah. So yeah, so that was that was a very nice I thought, uh spicy Yeah,
0: because scene. it wasn't like like any time It wasn't he, raunchy. Right. And any time Julia and Adam would have their it spicy moments. <laughs> it felt it felt kinda of raunchy, but it felt kind of immature. Yeah. Like get as much as you can in the smallest amount of time yeah. that you can. And this was like, I'm going to take my time with this because I yeah. want to and I want you. Yes. So I, I, yeah, I liked that. I liked that. I thought that was so nice. Yeah. And the fact that he was like, I do want you to come with me. Like, they're not mm-hmm. really using your potential here. And she's really sad mm-hmm. when she's like.
1: Well, so they've been making me. out and she's feeling all great. And then all of a sudden she thinks of Adam. She has an overwhelming oh. feeling of absolute self-loathing. Yeah. And it's because at this point, she's still not really gotten over Adam, and She doesn't want to have to choose, though. (laughs) And she doesn't want to have to make that choice. But he calls around and says that she just doesn't want to make the difficult choice. Because he can tell that she wants to go with him. Because he can feel it. Because he can feel it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And so, if you think back when we were talking about when he kissed her the first time, Mm -hmm. and now we know that he can sense feelings, Mm -hmm. she was probably just so confused because she did want it, Mm -hmm. but like she felt guilty because she wanted it. And to me, that was like, oh my gosh, he knew, he knew.
1: But then after he calls her out of that, then you know they kind of are doing a little bit of back and forth, and yeah, uh, they both say some. Kind of not nice things to each other. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, whatever. I'm out of here." I'm out of here.
0: Yep. And then he just leaves, and she goes, "He's gone forever." Well, okay, that's a little dramatic. Yeah. But. (laughs) And
1: by the next morning at breakfast, everybody realizes he's gone, and she's like, "Oh, I know something you don't know."
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. But then she just kind of keeps it to herself for a while. Like, it's funny because then we kind of go back to where they're like scratching, excuse me, they're just scratching out like some of the words. She's like I can't focus on all the things I'm supposed to be hearing. All I can think about are the casualties and crossed out and Warner's lips on my neck, his hands (laughs) on my body, the pain and passion in his eyes and the many possible ways I could die today. I can only think about Warner touching me and kissing me and (laughs) torturing me.
1: Yeah, it's like clearly the back of your mind teenage hormones. I
0: I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh I know that when you're like trying to focus and you (laughs) can't. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. Maybe Warner was right all along. Maybe he and I are really perfect for each other. Oh, that was... Okay. Some things in this book just happened so fast for me. Like, yeah. the fact that she, like, turned so quickly was... Against
1: Adam and towards Warner.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yes. So, now, um, Omega Point is trying to catch up after their last sort of failed mission with her mm-hmm. and so they are once again out in the town trying to support the civilians because they're afraid that the civilians that were kind of supporting the rebellion that mm-hmm. omega point represents against the reestablishment, that they were going to get caught in the crossfire and so yeah. they're trying to get out there to help but there's already so many civilians lined up
0: right right and it just says the poor civilians are just caught in this friendly fire yeah they're just trying hard not to die that that was hard for me I couldn't imagine like walking up and seeing just battle like that but then again never experienced anything like that mm-hmm.
1: but I thought it was interesting as they start to make their move so they're watching these soldiers lined up with all of the people that they're about to shoot and I'm on page 424 and so they basically are deciding they're ready to go and Kenji gives the release and they all fire, including her, and she goes, I see one find its mark in a soldier's neck and I have no idea if it's mine. It doesn't matter now. And I just thought that was really interesting that she seems to have so much easier time shooting somebody than using her energy. Yeah. Because she hurts people and kills people just the same. Yeah. But she's like so bothered by using her energy to kill someone.
0: But, like, she doesn't mind if a gun does it.
1: And, and maybe doesn't mm-hmm. mind as strong, but, yeah, she seems to move on from it so fast. Right. Versus whenever she even thinks about using her energy, she's, like, she's
0: like all, out. yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I just thought that was really interesting that it's clearly not even as much about hurting people, but mm-hmm. I think still just the shame that tags along with
0: yeah. what it <laughs> That's is. That's a good realization to have. I didn't realize it like that, but I can absolutely see how she feels that way because every time she has used her powers, people are like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that, until Mm -hmm. very recently. But, like, she's seen guns kill people for a long time. Mm -hmm. Maybe that doesn't feel as direct. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're fighting, and she even has a moment of recognizing that the soldiers on the reestablishment side Might not all be bad either. And she kind of just realizes that there are so many people just doing what they need to do to survive in the world, which is so true. That's
0: so true. Like, everybody has their own issues. Everybody has their things going on, but, like, kind of Warner is the best example for it. Like... In the first book, we totally thought, like, War- well, I did. <laughs> Warner's <laughs> all bad. Warner is a part of the reestablishment. He's done all these terrible things. And then you start to realize, wait, there's so much more to him. And she's starting to see that with all the civilians, too. And that's mm-hmm. that that would make it so hard for me. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to stand on the front lines. Mm-hmm. I just...
1: Let me also know. just say I was dead on in my freaking
0: literally (laughs) (laughs) my thoughts of what I thought
1: was going to happen I I said that he was going to be the Draco Malfoy of the story because he was just put in a bad position and I stand by that and that was 100% he was bad because he was put in a bad position so I know just had to say that
0: (laughs) you were absolutely right with that I love to hear it (laughs) (laughs) I love it
1: so in the chaos that is this fight Juliet is captured
0: and she's like, oh, she's immediately saying, like, I know I need to take off my gloves, but she can't do it. She can't, mm-hmm. like, get there fast enough to do it. Um, but then she starts to notice that they're not actually trying to kill her. They're just trying to, like, hold her down. And um, she's like, I don't think he's supposed to shoot me because if he wanted to, he would have done it already. And so she uses her strength and crushes his arm, and but then she tries to run and then gets captured again. And so... There, there's a sharp blow to her head and she's just basically unconscious and she's brought to a new location. Mm -hmm. (coughs) A familiar location. Right. And she's
1: brought to the nice house that she had recognized Mm -hmm. when they were first trying to do the meetup. Right. And she wakes up from there and realizes that she's like, going to be clean finally for once. I know. She's like, oh, I'm going to get a hot shower.
0: Yes. Nice. Which to me was so weird.
1: Well, it was just funny that in all of that situation of like all the ca- <laughs> all these people are dying and you just saw all these crazy things you're in the house. You don't shower. know when your first thought is like, "Oh yeah, let me get in this hot water." Right. I thought that was interesting. That you feel that comfortable to do that? I know. And fall asleep in the bath. I, th-
0: I was thinking like, okay, something's clearly like yeah. going on with her because there's weird. no way. Yeah, like there's no way you're just like this comfortable enough because she just like gets into the. That was weird. She just gets in the bath and then falls asleep, basically. That yeah. was weird. And then she's in, like, a really comfortable bed, too, when she wakes up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, whoa, like, where am I? I am mm-hmm. in someone's bedroom.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's been, like, dressed and stuff. And so... Yeah. Um, Anderson tells her that, you know, his wife has been there, and basically his wife has helped clean her up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which, like... Which like, I'm now realizing
1: is maybe important for later.
0: A hundred percent. I did not. Oh, you didn't put that two and two together? No. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay, boy, we gotta talk about that okay. later.
0: Yeah. So, but right now what's happening mm-hmm. is she's realizing that basically a woman has been cleaning her up and Anderson says it was his wife who would be Warner's mom. Uh-huh. And there are little glimpses where Juliet kind of realized that somebody has been in the room with her and... Like, I put together, like, oh wow, the mom is like checking in on her and seeing mm. how she's doing and stuff. So she's taking a little bit more care than just like dressing her. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. Because then Anderson goes, Am I to understand that my love struck boy didn't tell you about his beloved mother? He didn't go on and on and on about his pathetic love for the creature that gave birth to him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, oh wow. And you find out she's really sick.
1: Mm hmm. But he does but Anderson doesn't want to give him any of the details, and he says that Warner's going to have to give those details himself.
0: So do you think, do you think Anderson even cared about her? Because, like, he's keeping her up at this, like, nice house. She has basically everything she could ever want out of harm's way, but, like, then he talks about her like that.
1: That's a good question, because he does keep her around for Warner, because Warner wants her there, but I feel like this may be something to talk about more in the next book. (laughs)
0: yeah yeah you're right you're absolutely right and
1: yeah and so she realizes as Anderson is talking to her that he is crippled and (laughs) because when she shot his legs and just had a little bit of like a
0: he's so mad proud
1: Juliet moment there
0: I had a proud Juliet moment too because as soon as she was like oh my gosh he's like he's limping he's clearly hurt wow Mm -hmm. and she's like I did that But he's clearly upset, and so that's why he took her back. Is Mm because he's like, I get to do to you what you did to me now. Yep. Yeah.
1: And so he's being, like, a creep about it, too, smiling and being all excited.
0: It was so gross. It, yeah, it, like, made my stomach turn a little bit. He was just like, I'm totally impressed. You alone were able to overpower me. And I thought that he was going to, like, do something gross. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Mm. I was like, I was like a little bit worried for what was to come, mm. but... Yeah, I'm
1: glad it didn't go that direction.
0: Yeah, I'm very glad it didn't go because that direction at all.
1: Warner shows up, mm-hmm. and he is obviously there to support yeah. Juliet, but it's a little bit too late.
0: It's, yeah, it's a little bit too late because... Warner had brought her there because he knows how much his son cares for her and loves her. And remember the first time that she was captured, he was like, shoot her. Alright, just shoot her. You can mm-hmm. do it. And now he's like, justice. I'm talking about justice. So like the idea of setting things right. Are you listening? Pay close attention now. Are you watching? He pulls out a gun and shoots me in the chest. Yep. I was like, holy shit.
1: But it's a come to Jesus moment for her. Being shot and dying. She's sitting there and she's dying. She says, for 17 years, I tried to force myself into a mold that I hoped would make other people feel comfortable, safe, unthreatened. And it never helped. It's like,
0: preach. Yes.
1: Don't make yourself into something to make other people comfortable. Exactly. You should not not get to be your like authentic self right because you think other people will be scared of that that is their problem and not yours
0: right and I I was like so excited when she had this realization because sometimes it takes people a long time to figure that out Mm -hmm. and you don't realize like people can come and go and so you just need to be yourself like you can't always make everybody happy so it's like I I loved it I loved it but it was really sad though too because she's realizing this as she's dying right and clearly we know there are more books but like there could be (laughs) other characters in the books and so I was just like oh my gosh so she's laying there trying to like just heal she's just like
1: accepting herself and accepting her life a little bit more and this moment is like man if I had more time
0: yeah if I had more time this is what I would do with it Mm -hmm. and so Warner here is Yelling at uh, the two girls, the twins.
1: Yeah, so he drags her back to Omega like, Point, like leaves the house, right? Or no? The no, girl's this in is the house? still
0: the girls are in the house because he That's had right. stolen the Anderson had stolen yes. the girls
1: to try and heal so his to legs, heal his
0: legs, and so now they're supposed to be healing Juliet, but they can't touch her, mm-hmm. and so Warner's like, "Grab me! Yes, I can do it," and but they don't trust him.
1: Yep. But eventually, they do let him do it, yeah. and he does save her life.
0: I loved that. Mm-hmm. I, I I, thought that was quite the moment. Like, clearly, he was going to save her life, but the fact that he was so desperate for her to mm-hmm. continue to be alive was, I felt like that was really important.
1: Mm-hmm. It really shows you how much he genuinely cares about her. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so she's kind of just, like, coming in and out of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But
1: well, he he takes her yeah. to his back to his... His compound, the original one that he was in in, what sector forty five or whatever, yeah, and has her basically hidden like in his private rooms and yeah, so he makes it clear that he's hiding her from Anderson <laughs> that he doesn't trust Anderson. <laughs> it's so
0: funny because this might be a little bit of a spoiler for the next one, but like they carry her in a breakfast cart. <laughs> to bring her in, yeah, that and was she funny. She's unconscious, and so I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like she she wakes up and he's sleeping and she's like how how are we here and he's like are you okay mm-hmm. are you okay
1: but what a difference from think back the beginning of the book mm-hmm. where she is new to omega point and she has no confidence in herself right and then we're come to the conclusion of this book and She says, I'm amazed by how different I feel, how different I know things will be. I have so many things to do, so many scores to settle, so -hmm. many friends who need my help. Everything has changed. And it really, she really has had like a pretty big transformation over the couple months that occur through this book.
0: Yeah, Mm. I know. And I absolutely love that like the last two lines of the book is mass chaos is in my future and I'm leaving my gloves behind. (laughs) I was like, ooh leaving my gloves behind. I love that because we start to notice like the gloves are really just setting her back throughout some of the the different interactions that are happening mm-hmm. and so when she's finally feeling comfortable enough to be like I can do this I I loved it I think her growth throughout the book was what really kind of kept me going mm-hmm. I, I loved it because some of the points were just like yeah this is incredibly YA
1: <laughs> right yeah
0: but it was entertaining enough it to was definitely entertaining enough. And if the series just continues to get better, and mm-hmm. so I, I liked that. I liked this book better than I liked the first one. Definitely had some cheesy moments.
1: <laughs> but it's like watching a, I don't know, yeah an entertaining rom-com or something, oh, you know, 100%. where it's not that it's not necessarily quality at every point, yeah. but it's entertainment for sure.
0: So how, now at the end, how has your view of Warner changed?
1: Um, I think his reaction when Juliet is dying was kind of the nail in the coffin for me in, t- in turning mm-hmm. around my opinion for him, uh, at least for him for her. Yeah. Um, and I think seeing how protective she's felt over him at some points towards the end too oh, yeah. um, made me feel a little bit better about it. Mm-hmm. But if we were going back to our fuck Mary kill from book ah, one. Yes. <laughs> Between Adam, Kenji, and Warner, (laughs) I think that now it would be kill Adam, fuck Warner, marry Kenji.
0: You know what? I have the exact, (laughs) exact same list because Kenji is just like the sweetest. He's husband material. He's husband material. And maybe once we get to know Warner a little bit more, that'll change a little bit, Yeah, but for right at this now, this point i mm-hmm. just love kenji yeah oh he's just man. A,
1: i know that he has snapped on her a little bit but in in the way that i think all true friends do sometimes exactly
0: like in the way that she kind of needed at that moment mm-hmm. so i like that i like that a lot mm-hmm. yeah
1: and i like the second half of the book or maybe less than the second half mm-hmm. you know maybe last third or whatever but that it's not just about her finding a new relationship with Warner like there is some exploration there but it's also about Mm -hmm. her finding herself and her finding these relationships with her friends and like even on some level her building a relationship with Castle as like a parental figure and so I like that she spends more time With everything else too, like it's not just about love,
0: right? And I really liked that too because instead of just like jumping from one relationship to another, she's like trying to figure herself out a little bit too. And I feel like that takes like a little bit level level of a maturity that I didn't think we had seen in her before. Uh And so I really liked that because even though she's noticing that she has these feelings for Warner, she's like, "Well, I can't just like jump in again. Like, Mm -hmm. I have to actually know who you are."
1: So what else are you reading right now, Shelby?
0: Right now, I am reading Atlas Six, and I am really liking it. It took me a second to get into it, but I think I'm like 150 pages in, and now I'm really liking it, so that's really exciting, and I'm also now over halfway through The Ashes and the Starcross King, which is serpent number two, mm-hmm. and I'm also really, really loving that too, so... Good. Yes, I'm. I'm very pleased with the books that I am currently reading. What nice. are you currently reading?
1: Nice. I have three books in progress right now. <laughs> what are you? reading? I am reading What Lies in the Woods, which is like a thriller. Okay. I'm like. Was that
0: a book box one? Yeah. Okay. It was
1: book of the Month, January 2023. Month. Um, I like it so far. I think I'm like I think through. I
0: also have that book.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty. Good. Well, maybe we'll have to talk about it. I know. Uh, so I'm reading that one, which I'm liking so far. Um, I'm reading, uh, The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters. Oh, I like that. Um, so that's nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about it last time.
0: I don't know if you did. I don't remember.
1: But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, exactly what it sounds like. It's, yeah. uh, like, supposed to be talking about how to make your meetings with people more intentional. So oh, whether cool. that be parties that you're throwing with your friends or things that you're doing at work or whatever. but Just being more intentional. Yeah, how to be more intentional about curating memorable experiences for people. Okay. So well that's I cool. That I like cool. that. And then the last one that I'm reading that I just started is Of Ashes and Crowns, which is the third book in the Darkness and Fire series. Ooh. And I don't understand how this series is not more popular. I really Oh my gosh. Well so I just finished Of Truth and Traitors, which is the second book okay. which I gave five stars. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I
0: there maybe we there should was only that.
1: there <laughs> was only like when I looked today when I was adding it to my uh you know currently reading on yeah. Goodreads there was only thirty three reviews for I'm of sorry thirty three and it's four. 4- 4.52 stars is the average review for
0: those. Oh, my gosh. T- I don't know how this What is the name is- of the series again?
1: The first one is Of Darkness and Fire. Of Darkness and Fire.
0: I'm going to add that to our list. By
1: Amber Palmer. Okay. And the first one I liked, but I didn't love. I think I gave it four stars. And so, I like, I did really like okay. it. And it was a true four stars for me. Um. But then, like, going into book two, it was like as gut-wrenching and this is a slight spoil warning for uh Throne of Glass if you haven't <laughs> read that but uh the scene with when the mask is still <gasps> on and oh. she has a, you know is separated and with her oh. friends and she's like take it off take it off and like the oh my God, that was so how gut-wrenching yeah. that felt of like, like, like trauma that. it is in some ways even worse like it is so gut-wrenching the like torture and trauma or whatever but I mean, in the best ways. In oh, the of course. I love book that can make me feel The character development, something. like, separately and together and how the, all the different relationships are building. I just absolutely loved it. Oh my god! I cannot believe that it's not more popular.
0: Maybe it we, is exactly yeah, maybe we the should type add of, that. Yeah. That would be so cool. It is
1: exactly the type of book that anybody who likes these, like, romantic fantasy, um, I don't know, any of those types of books, it is exactly up that alley. And I really like it because the main character is a little bit older. Oh, and yeah. it's like more of a woman yes. less of a girl and I, I really like that. really really like that
0: and I feel like well especially because we read a lot of YA mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes diving into like something that's more like our age group yeah. like you you connect with it so much harder yeah oh my gosh so I'll let
1: you know how the third one is but yeah I just started of Ashes and Crowns and yay yes oh that Oops, sounds it. awesome and that just released I think in May so it's pretty new but pretty new oh I love it <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and
1: TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers.
0: <laughs> <laughs>